Unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living. Think about it, there must be high love down in the heart or hidden in the stars above. Without it, life is wasted time. Look inside your heart and I'll look inside mine. Things look so bad everywhere in this whole world what is fair we walk blind and we try to see falling behind in what could be bring me a higher Just hanging on, facing our fear and standing out there alone. A yearning, and it's real to me. There must be someone who's feeling for me. Things look so bad everywhere. In this whole world, what is fair? We walk blind and we try to see Falling behind in what could be Bring me a higher love Bring me a higher love oh. Bring me a higher love oh, Where's that higher love I keep thinking of
Oh, where's that higher love I keep thinking of? Yeah, that was wonderful. Good morning and welcome, Unity of Farmington Hills. It's so good to see you again. Always good to see familiar faces, and it's wonderful to see new faces, too. If you happen to be new to us today, please pick up a new person packet on the outside um, of the doors when you leave. We're really glad you're, you're with us today. Yesterday, we were supposed to have our first beautification yard cleanup but because of the weather, we canceled it. So we're gonna try again the first Saturday in May, May 7th. Hopefully Michigan will be spring-like. <laughs> so starting today, we are going with masks optional. If, and, and we're having fellowship, but without food. So we want to let people, we're kind of easing this in, into this gradually, so we want people to feel safe. So if, you're, if you still want to wear masks, that's great. And we're going to stay socially distanced from you. Um, but we'll, now we'll be able to gather in the fellowship hall for a little um, fellowship. <laughs> Today, the women's group are meeting at 1230 on Zoom. All women are invited to join us. The link will be on the website or your emails. Our first annual Easter egg hunt is this Saturday, April 9th at 1 o'clock. This is a community outreach event for all children ages 5 to 11. And if, any, if you'd like to help out, please call 248-737-9191. Our Good Friday service is next Friday, April 15th at 630 both in person and on Zoom. And what? YouTube. I'm sorry, YouTube. <laughs> During our Easter service, we will be celebrating our 25th anniversary as a church. All right. So, so yeah, 25 years ago on March 30th, which was Easter, that was the first day they had a service. So this Easter, we're going to start celebrating that. It's going to be wonderful. And the women's group is having a past life regression discussion on Sunday, May 1st, in the social hall at 12 p.m. Men are also welcome to join us, and more details will be shared next week. For information about all our activities, our events, our classes, please visit our website, unityfh.com, or our Facebook page, or call, again, 248-737-9191. This concludes our announcements today. So as our music team sings Surely the Presence, let us prepare our hearts and minds for the daily word and our opening prayer and meditation. God's grace. 
see glory on each face. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Well, good morning, everybody. And now it's time for the reading of the Daily Word for Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. Inner peace. Today we affirm, I think peace, I feel peace, I am peace. And our message reads, Peace lives in my heart. At the place within me, <clears throat> at the place within me where all appearances of separation dissolve, I feel only peace, only God, only oneness. This peace is always with me, part of my divine inheritance. I carry it with me through every experience, every moment of the day. Nothing can destroy or even disturb my peace when I invite the divine presence, yeah, the Christ of my being, to be my constant guide. A passing thought of fear, worry, or anger is a reminder to breathe, to release negative energy, to embrace peace. I feel renewed when I meditate, enjoy a walk in a peaceful garden, or take a moment to appreciate natural beauty wherever I find it. My indwelling peace manifests all around me as beauty, harmony, and bliss. Our Bible verse for today is from Psalm chapter 29, verse 11. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me and take a deep cleansing breath. Bring your attention down into the center of your chest. This is your heart center. Feel into peace and love. Let your mind release the hustle and bustle of the day. And God, as we release everything in our day and tune into the awareness of you within, we thank you for your higher love that loves no matter what. We thank you for the way you are opening us up to have the eyes to see and the ears to hear and the heart to feel and the body to do. What is, it, what is ours to do when we take in your message today, understand it fully, and let the Christ in us guide us forth in manifesting it in this life, in this world, and letting the universe receive our gifts of that manifestation. As we allow ourselves to quiet down, we tune in more deeply into your presence. We allow you to awaken inside of us. And we just be, just for a little bit, we just be.
And as we sit in this space, feeling your presence, God, we ignite our remembrance of who we are. And we awaken in that knowing. And we thank you for always being that reminder. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. I love when he does that. Now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us take a deep breath. Open up your hearts as you say this uh, U of H growth affirmation, knowing that it is working as we affirm this together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuaries, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. Amen to that. <laughs>This song's called I Am Love. It's taken from, um, we, I unitized a George Harrison song called Give Me Love. And uh, I think you might like it, hopefully. <laughs>
chakra healing energy Healers on the earth Oh, I am love, I am love, I am love on earth I am life, I am life, I am healing the earth I am hope and I am joy, I am As I always say, I believe we have the baddest band in unity with some sweet business. <laughs> um, I forgot the joke I was going to tell. I was talking about sweet business and it blew it out of my mind. It's gone. Okay. <laughs> well, I am love. <laughs> That's the title of the song, I Am Love. Wow, I, I can't believe the joke just popped right out of my mind like that. Uh, oh, well. I'm going to start having one of you all come up and share a joke. <laughs> you guys send them to me anyway. Um, but this month is the, in unity, the month of love. And, man, I can't believe that was a funny joke, too. <laughs> messes with me. It's right there at the tip of, you ever have anything at the tip of your tongue? Well, I wish it would come out. <laughs> I know. I, I usually do, but it came to me just then, and then as I got up there, I got, it just blew out of my mind. So anyway, this is the, in unity, April represents the month of love. Other churches may have it differently because they make February the month of love to, to coordinate with Valentine's Day, but the original order of the powers, the spiritual powers, is that April represents the month of love, and John is the disciple. John, son of Zebedee, is the disciple that represents love. He is the brother of James, son of Zebedee, which represents wisdom. So we've already been through uh, Peter, which represents January, and that is faith, and then February is strength. That's Andrew. Peter and Andrew are, bro are brothers, um, and then we went through last month March, which was James, son of Zebedee, and that's wisdom. So the, the, the beautiful thing about the 12 disciples is that they all represent a, spirit, a, a deep spiritual faculty that we can spiritualize. Charles and Myrtle Fillmore believe that we can spiritualize these aspects of our consciousness to become greater expressions of the Christ that we are meant to be. And so I love recognizing them in the beginning of the, of the of the month, 
And every power has a color that matches it as well. So I try my best to wear colors that match it. So I'm wearing pink today. So anyway, <clears throat> I have been really deep, deeply connecting with the Lenten season and what it means. And we uh, talked about fasting and feasting. We've talked about being a, a true disciple of God. We've talked about the, several of these aspects that move us into the releasing that happens during the Lenten season. Normally, in the Lenten season, we fast from something that is a luxury or, um, or something that that's what um, is normally done, is they fast from some luxury or some habit or um, some sweet food or some type of food. But the true nature of the Lenten season is to release those aspects of our consciousness, of our way of being, of our behavior that stop us from being the highest expression of God that we can be. And on Good Friday, which is where the crucifixion happens, that's when we release it completely. We cross it out completely. We don't relive the crucifixion of Jesus in the unity movement. What we do is we take those aspects of our consciousness that need to permanently be released and we cross them out. So that's what the cross represents for us, crossing out those aspects of our consciousness. And what I have been doing in this journey is we have been talking about releasing those aspects of our consciousness that are blocking us from being the new name that came to our awareness in the beginning of this year. For those of you who do not know, in Unity we often do what is called a white stone ceremony. And we take a, a stone, ours come from Jerusalem, they're these little white um, rectangular shaped stones, and we, br we go into meditation and we bring forth, we, we allow to come forth in our consciousness that aspect of our being that we're, ma we're mastering for this year. For me, the words that came up for me to write down were freedom and love. And, and so even if you did not do a white stone ceremony with us this year, you can think about what you feel yourself being in, guided into mastering for this year. And then you can think about those things, those distractions that have been keeping you from focusing and concentrating on that for this year. And those things that distract us from focusing on that keep us from being a higher expression of our Christ self, a higher expression of actually the God in you, a higher expression of love, because God is love. And I had this epiphany on how are we going to do this? And it's interesting because there, and I don't know if I, I am going to use the scripture, but there's something that came to me um, as I was going through this journey of um, a fountain. So when I first started speaking here in 19, uh, 19, really? 2018. 1997 is when the church started, but that, I wasn't in here then. My son was being born that year, but I wasn't here yet. Um, but in 2018, about the middle of the year, when I, when I moved into my office, because I had known I was going to be here, and so we were working on creating that, Faith brought a fountain in and a really pretty plant, put it on a stand for me. And it was a nice little flow. It was trickling. You know, it was really pretty. And I love fountains. She must have known that, that I love fountains. But I was saying to myself, I would love to have a fountain in my office. And she brought one in, right? And so I was thinking about how I love uh, feng shui and I love the flow of a fountain because it keeps the flow of your consciousness going. It keeps the flow of finances going. It keeps the flow of the prosperity consciousness in your mind, right? And so I was, I was like so excited to have that. But as the years started creeping by, 
that little flow started to be a drip, drip, drip. <laughs> and so Faith took the fountain last year and cleaned it for me. And when she brought it back, it was still a little flow, but it became a drip, drip, drip again. And so a couple weeks ago, I was telling Elliot and Matthew that I think I'm going to um, let Faith take it back because it seems like the pump is broken. And so last week, you know, one of the things that I love about this ch church is the heart. Because all I got to do is say something, and I'm just saying it in passing. And everybody who might hear me say it wants to do something to help. And I've seen you all do that with each other. Somebody might mention something just in passing as a need, and someone else comes in and fills that void. It's such a wonderful experience to see that. So I was mentioning about my fountain that, you know, I want to get a new fountain. And Matthew said, well, let me try to work on it. So he did, and, and, and when he, it was just a trickle, so I was mentioning it to Elliot. And Elliot uh, came last Sunday and was like, well, where's the fountain? He wanted to put a pump in it. But what happened was, all they needed to do was go deeper into the intricate parts of the pump and clear it out. As a matter of fact, Matthew was like, okay, hold your hand up, Elliot, so I can blow. And he blew, and all this gook came out on Elliot's head. <laughs> I can imagine he was like, eh, poop in my hand? And I, it couldn't go like this. He had to go wash his hands. And so when I came into my office after doing my talk, this is what I came into. Look at how it's flowing. And I was thinking about that, and I showed faith, and I had an epiphany. When I showed her, I said, God is telling us to blow out the gook that's keeping us from being a full expression of God. We're supposed to flow like this. We're made of the spirit of God, of the soul and of the body, and we're meant to flow from the spirit of God into our mind and feel it and then flow in our actions and then go into the expression of God and then revisit again and let it recycle in our consciousness as an everlasting flow of love. An everlasting flow of love. And so as I was thinking about the scriptures to use for today, the scripture that came to me, I'm just full, is from Romans chapter 8, verse 35 through 39. And I might skip, I'm following God. It starts off, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Think about that. Can anything ever separate you? From Christ's love. Does it mean he no, no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threat of death or uh, danger in I mean, uh, or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. Now what he was talking about there is those who were Jewish followers of Jesus were being persecuted and, sometimes, and killed. They perked away. As a matter of fact, that's what Paul was doing before, when he was Saul, before he became Paul. It says, no, despite all these things, 
Overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loves us. I'm here to tell you that the greatest epiphany ever is Jesus. Because Jesus was a walking flow of the love of God every single minute of the day. Jesus knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that he was one with the love of God that dwelled in his heart, and he had an everlasting relationship with that love that is God in his heart. And I'm here to tell you that it's such an amazing feeling when you know it, that no matter what you're going through, that God's love loves you through it all. That the most powerful, the most powerful, the most powerful power inside of you is the presence of God's love. This goes on to say, verse 38, and I am convinced, and this is the part that hit me, I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell, which is a feeling of a separation from God. That's what it is. It's the experience that we have when we feel separate from God, when we feel alone, when we feel like we're the only ones here in this world, when we feel like we're going through turmoil, when we feel like there's nothing else that can be done, when we feel like we want to let it all go and give up your life. I've had those moments of feeling that way where I didn't want to be here anymore because I did not feel loved. I did not feel wanted. I did not feel special. I did not feel healthy. I felt very dysfunctional. I felt imperfect. I felt low self-esteem, low confidence. All of those things that bog us down and the things that you're feeling that is bogging you down from keeping you from moving into the highest expression of your white stone, of your nature, because that white stone, that nature, that name is bringing you into a higher expression of love. But we get distracted. Some people say, when you're separated from God, but I promise you, you will never, ever, how can you be separated from that that dwells within you, the very life that breathes you? You cannot be separated from it. Even when it, it leaves the body, it's still one with your soul. But you can be distracted from it. And in those moments of distraction, you can feel alone. You ever been in a room with a lot of people and you felt all alone before? I have too. And that's our interpersonal experience. But what if you know that even in those moments, God is still sitting there tapping you on your heart. Well, I'm going the wrong way. That's the shoulder. Tapping you on your heart <laughs> and whispering how precious you are, how concerned God is about you, that the very essence of what you're seeking, you're seeking in the wrong place looking for love in all the wrong places, that all you have to do is go inside. It goes on to say, no power in this sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We go through those moments even Jesus had a moment of tempt has moment, had moments of temptation, like when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he said, "If it be your will, first he said, "You can take this cup, 
But he said, if it be your will. In the moment he was saying, you, take this, you can take this cup. Right before that, he had told his disciples that his soul was tormented to death. Can you imagine the feeling and the knowing about what is about to happen to you? That you're about to be arrested for nothing, for something, nothing you did. You didn't do anything. You're about, and you know you have premonitions that you're going to be beat. You're going to be hurt. You're going to be put up on a cross. And you're going to have steel spikes uh, hammered into your wrist and your ankles. Now that was Jesus' experience. But we all have moments where we feel that low. We all have moments where we just can't catch the love that is there, that is God inside of us. And what Jesus did, the first thing he did was he brought the three disciples in with him. They were his closest friends. He asked them to tarry with him, which means to pray. So when you're in those moments, the greatest epiphany becomes alive. Inside of you, you get the greatest revelations and the greatest insights when you go inside and pray. I love when Laurel sings this song that says, I touch the sky when my knees touch the ground. Can you imagine that? How when you are in your lowest moments and you bow to pray, you feel God's presence all around you. And you may still in your human world feel the hurt and the agony that's keeping you from feeling God's presence, but your heart and your mind know that God is there. That is the greatest epiphany ever, that no matter what you are going through, God's love is right there waiting for you to choose it. God's love is right there waiting for you to experience it. God's love is right there waiting for you, but you only have to seek it. That's all you have to do. Go inside. There's nothing else that you have to do. God is closer than your hands and your feet because God is your heart. And this is the beautiful thing. God is your heart pumping the expression, not just, not just blood through your veins, but pumping love through your heart into your life. We block it. We gook it up when we get distracted. I'm saying, I'm asking you, I'm, I'm challenging you with me during this le next couple weeks. Because next week, next Friday, well, I guess it's next week then. Next Friday is when we're, gonna, when we're, we're, doing good fr we're having our Good Friday service. And it'll be Crucifixion Friday. Bring to mind all of the things that are distracting you from being your higher expression of that white stone. Like I said, mine is freedom and love. I had to give myself the freedom to be loved. And I came here, and I get this. And this is only, only a, 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 a little bit of what you guys give me as expressions of love. This is only, this fountain is only a little bit of what I see with the multitude of love that you are. When this church split, it wasn't just a remnant of people that brought it together and transformed it. 
It was the love in the hearts of the people that did not want this church to die. They wanted to keep this church alive. They wanted to resurrect this church into something greater than it was when it split. They wanted to take the consciousness of the person whose mind it came in, Reverend Barbara, who had the idea of creating it in the first place and taking it into the promised land of something flourishing and being even better than it was when it started. And you guys went through that. Faith had uh, Reverend Judy Grimes come up here and guide you through a transition period where you got yourselves ready, where you created your new values, where you created your new vision and when you created your new mission statement. Now, I'm here to tell you today that as we go through this Lenten season, it's time for us to create and live in these values. It's time for us to create and live into your own values that you've been, create, that been created in your heart, which the greatest one of them is love. And when you move into love, nothing can stop you. I promise you, nothing can stop you. It wasn't until I started loving me from the way I love God that nothing will ever keep me from that love affair again, ever. And when I find myself veering off, like I had a, uh, my, my husband last night said something to me and a little bit, hurt my feelings a little bit. He didn't mean to, but it hurt my feelings a little bit. And I went back to the unlovable feeling at the moment. And I said, no, you are not unlovable. You are love. How can you be love and not be unlovable? And you know, you have that moment of wanting to tit for tat. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. It hurts me more than what I'm trying to put out to someone else. So in my space, I accept the situation as it is. And that's the first way that we move away and flush out that gook, is you accept the situation as it is and you still see love. I promise you I still see love in my husband's heart, in your heart, in anybody's heart who's treating me or acting at, towards me that's not unloving. I will still, and that's my promise to myself, it's my promise to God, to myself, and everyone in this world, is that well, I will always still demonstrate love in my heart. That's the first thing is accept the situation as it is without condemnation without condemnation, because it moves you out of the way of, of that, that hurt, moves you into accepting it. It softens your heart for the situation, and then it, you t you're able to tune into God. So first you accept the situation as it is. That's the first part of blowing out the gook, because it was how I interpreted how he was speaking and caused me to feel some kind of way. It didn't matter what he did. It was how I felt about it that made me feel some kind of way. So I accepted how I was feeling. I was feeling unlovable. I accepted it. And then I tuned into the love of God within me. I am not unlovable. I am the presence of God's love. I had just read this scripture. Breathed it in deeply. And then had that experience. <laughs> Apparently, I was ready. The third thing is to align your mind with love by thinking love, speaking, feeling love. I mean, thinking love and thinking about God, which is the essence of love in you. And then you begin to feel it. I felt it. I felt that love inside of me. And it shifted the situation. It shifted the situation. And it wasn't to shift him. I did it to shift me. And then I became the vibration of love 
And in that moment, I was okay. I experienced the freedom to love and the freedom to experience love and the freedom to be loved. Think about whatever your stone is, whatever your name is, whatever the aspect of your consciousness that you're growing into. I promise you that when you become the expression of love, you will be the greatest epiphany ever in the eyes of God because you are the greatest expression of you that ever could have been made because you were made with the greatest power ever, the power of love. You're created to be that expression of love, and nothing can stop you from doing that except you. Ungook your mind. Blow it out. Accept the situation when you notice yourself feeling some kind of way. You're blocking it. You're blocking the expression. It's somehow connected to your, na your nature, your name, that new song. Tune into God inside of you. Think on God inside of you. Think on all the aspects that you know that you truly believe about yourself. Don't try to fake it because you got to bring yourself where you are and then move yourself up. And then once you do that, begin to feel the presence of love. When you feel the presence of love, you activate the God in you. God in you is the love. And then you go out and be the presence of love. Amen? Amen. I am the presence of God. Together, I am the presence of God. God's love dwells in me. Together, God's love dwells in me. So I am love. Together, so I am love. Say it again. I am love. One more time. I am love. What are you? Okay, now, I'm going to ask again. It is I am love. So when I say what are you, you'll say I am love. Everybody will say it so that they will hear you out in the world and on YouTube. Together, when I say what are you, I am love. Yes, you are L-O-V-E, love. Take my love with you. Know that I love you always and forever. Thank you to all of you, not just Faith and Elliot and Matthew, which Faith is um, the presence of God. You know, Faith is your strong feeling of, of faith. And then Elliot, his first, his name starts L, which is God. And Matthew is your will. And according to my will, I wanted a new fountain. And I got it. You guys are divine expressions of God. And all you have to do is step into it. Release and step into it. As the band comes up, let me just lift up a quick prayer. <sighs> Thank you, God, for allowing us to feel, be, see, experience, and know that the greatest epiphany, which is Jesus, manifests and is in us as well. That we can follow Jesus' example and become the greatest expression of love that you have created each and every one of us to be, letting our light shine so bright that they'll see us even in the galaxy. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. See you lost your way. It's just easier to hide, but he sees inside your soul. 
where your past cannot define. You've been heading down this road, and you don't know who you are, but he knows what's in your thoughts, and he feels what's in your heart. You could run till you can't find home, sail till you can't see land. There is no place you could go. You could fall till you're out of home, chase things that never last. You could never run too far, and love will find you where you are. So you're feeling all alone. But you are never out of sight There is healing in His arms And there is mercy in His eyes You could run till you can't find home Sail till you can't see land Well, there is no place you could go You could fall till you're out of home Chasings that never last You could never run too far And love will find you No hide, no depth Could ever separate us from the power of His great love You could run till you can't find home Sail till you can't see land There is no place you can go You could run till you can't find home Sail till you can't see land well, There is no place you could go Or you could fall till you're out of home Chase things that never last well, you could never run too far And love will find you where you are Thank you. I, I guess I wasn't ready for the song to, <laughs> the song to end. <laughs> Sometimes you guys end it abruptly, and I don't know it's done. <laughs> Thank you. Let's give him another hand. That was beautiful. And I also want to thank you, uh, Faith and Elliot and Matthew, for helping uh, with the fountain, and uh, Faith for giving, letting me borrow the fountain. And also thank you all for the love that you give me. I wanted to say that. I didn't mention that, but I also I always want to thank you. So if anything ever happens to me, you will know that I love you, and I'm grateful for you, and I thank you. So let us um, go ahead and take, cl gently close your eyes, take a deep breath, bring to mind what you feel led to give thankfully to Unity of Farmington Hills as a love offering. And now let us go ahead and affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And remember, for those of you who give online, you can go to Unity 
www.fh.com and click on the donate button there. You can give through PayPal or you can use your credit card or debit card that way. Or you can mail in your um, checks to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. <laughs> Dennis always helps me with that. <laughs> and we have an angel fund for those of you who do not know, it's a benevolent fund that was created for those in our spiritual community who may have financial difficulties. And if you do ever find yourself in that place, you can go to the website and get the procedure on how to apply for the angel fund. I want to thank everybody for that, too, because you guys have been giving to that fund. If you go to the, do the donate button, you can give through there. But we are, uh, I think it's $3,500 in that account. That's a lot of money to have a church bring together for the love of those in the spiritual community. So thank you for that as well. Let's stand up so we can do our virtual prayer circle. Bring to mind those who you think need prayer today and gently close your eyes. And you can call forth those names. Visualize us all. We used to do a circle around the church, but visualize we are in a circle around the church. And visualize we're connected to those in the YouTube world as well. Call out those names, and as you do, I'll pray. Ashley Jackson, Lisa Coles, James Coles, Rosie. God, as you hear these names being called out into this virtual prayer circle, and even if they're not called out verbally, they're called out in the mind and the hearts of those of us who have a concern for someone in our lives or a group of people in our lives or the world for that matter. We know right now that as we hold them in our hearts, that our love is tuning into their love. And it's the love of God in us tuning into the love of you, God, in them to bring forth the love in the situation. So we affirm your loving light and your loving healing energy manifesting in each and every heart, soul, mind, situation, and circumstance right now. So we claim that it is already a done deal in the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, which is the love that loves us no matter what and teaches us to love others the same. We pray. Thank you, God. Amen. Now let us go ahead and affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well.
thank you all for coming. Thank you all who are visiting, and I hope you can. I hope you come again. There are welcome packets out in the hallway for you. And thanks for tuning in on YouTube. I love you all. Have a beautiful day and an amazing week. Peace and blessings. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page, unityfh.com donate.